Well, guys, it is Monday night. You know what that means. Another exciting storm, another roundtable purpose and podcast. I'm your boy, the franchise player, Double B Bad Blood. Joined by the mythologist himself, Mr. Chemical Julian, the one, the one, and that guy on the bottom, that guy, Shane MF Husky, the man known affectionately as the wicked, crazy pinfalls predictions champion. Yes. I'm just saying, Shane, how are you doing, man? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, glad you survived Florida. Yeah, you know, it was it was pretty fun. I enjoyed the beach. I enjoyed everything over here. And I'm ready to go home and actually sit in my gaming chair, my nice, comfy gaming chair that I miss. Man, the gators didn't get you. The bath salt things didn't get you. No. Nope. Florida man didn't get you. No, no Florida moth man. Moth man didn't get you. You're good to no go. No moth man. We were just actually watching the... The documentary of the boss man uh, a couple days ago, which is pretty funny. So Shane, did yeah. you watch any of the movies that Julian and I? Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's a no. Yeah, it's a no. Shane, no. <laughs> do you know what, Shane? I'm 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 sick of you already. Me and Julian want to help you out and give you a little bit of uh, life life skills. Man, I sent you a list. A list? You didn't even check it twice. Hey, but you know what? It's okay. I'll be home for the rest of the week, so I'll check it out there. You better, Shane, if you don't check it out, man, you know what we're going to do to you? What? We're going to Nijax you. Wow. (laughs) You're going to try to injure me on purpose? What? 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 Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Allegations. Allegations there, man. Yeah, that's alleged. Allegedly. You gonna throw me out? You gonna throw me against the steps as hard as you can? Hey, 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 hey! You can't be you can't be saying things like that, man. That might not be true. You don't know allegations, right. brother. Allegations. Not everything you see on TV is true, Shane. G four no, Jensen Jen in the house. G four yeah. Jensen, man, it's already hot in this place. Already yeah. hot up in here. Um, had a long day at work today, guys. Um, that's why we started late. Um, you know, things happen. <laughs> Bad blood making that night. And we got wrestling news in the Ooh, chat. Oh man, 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 oh man. Wrestling news. Shout out to wrestling news. What's up, brother? Man, wrestling. Wrestling news. Wrestling news over here. Wrestling. WCW wrestling. So hey, before we jump into this this Monday Night Raw, let's go ahead and do this because you know sponsors are like, yo man, uh, why why are the commercial breaks be so slow? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and kick this commercial break off real quick. We're gonna come back and we're gonna dig already. Deep. We just start. Oh, we're probably no, we're gonna dig deep into Monday Night Raw. We got three hours of Monday Night Raw to talk about. So let's go. Oh we'll we're right pulling back. Raw, guys. So we'll be right back. Get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, 
cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. We are back. We are back. And you know what, Wrestling News? Wrestling News is right, man. We had three oh, matches. Should we, should we do another commercial? Because that's not how Raw rolls. So should, should we do the same? You know, you know what? We'll be right back. That's okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> Maybe we can do a picture and picture. Oh, man. Picture and picture? That would be great. Hey, man. Look, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling News is right, bro. We had three matches in the first two hours. Three. Two hours. Just three, three whole matches. matches. Man, Three if you ask for four, you're being too greedy, you know? <laughs> hey, but you know what? You know what? We can be happy about one thing. Yeah. We, we had Lacey Evans. We didn't get a Lacey Evans promo. Veers. Oh, thank God. That's right. we, didn't get, we didn't get a kiss cam. None of that shit. No, that's on Friday. So you know, you have to wait for that. That is right. That is so right. Because Ladies and gentlemen. Me. We watch three hours of Raw, so you don't have to every single Monday night just for your pleasure. Um, we beat ourselves up like a wait, wait, man. wait. What's that wrestling news? You want us to pull a Nick Khan on you? Okay, well, let's do oh. it. Nick Khan, yeah. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just joking. All right, so look, man. Last week's episode of Raw, Becky Lynch faced off against Asuka for a shot at the Raw Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. And, of course, a pay-per-view that is, I'm sorry, a premium live event. Premium live is event. happening in two weeks. Two weeks, wrestling news. <laughs> um, so, Monday night, Becky Lynch lost. So, she addressed her loss today. She addressed but the reason why she lost is because Naomi and Sasha Banks so unprofessionally left wow. their titles on the table. Wow. Unprofessionally, of, slam. Of Mr. McMahon because they didn't want to be involved <laughs> because this is a scripted show, ladies and gentlemen. We give the fans what they want. They walked out in such an unprofessional manner, manner and we give the fans what they want. Hey, Julian, say that, say that line again. That led to... Becky Lynch having to fight Asuka, and now we're going to have to stra- stra- uh, strip the Women's Tag Team Championship oh, no. from those two unprofessional workers. <laughs> by, and by unprofessional workers, I mean Sasha Banks and Naomi, who are so unprofessional, and take the titles from them and hold the Tag Team Women's Tournament. I don't know with who, because we don't have enough women to have tag teams. <laughs> Only two. <laughs> but we're going to do it anyway, and we'll just find some people to do it with. And so ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, uh, Julian is Julian is very livid about this situation with Sasha Banks. Hold up. Wait, Julian. Since <laughs> when did WWE give us what we want? Huh? So, so when did that we happen? We've been reminded of this 
on every show that has been on TV <laughs> since last Monday about uh, unprofessional Sasha Banks and Naomi oh, are yeah. by just leaving go. their belts on the table <laughs> in Miss McMahon's office and walking out oh. and not give the fans what they want because WWE is a scripted show and we give the fans what they want. What did no, I say? Eight, he said 800,000 fans were upset. Dude, even Pat McAfee looked like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> when your commentators... When your commentators don't know what the hell is going on, that is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh, I think you he heard that shit at least two or three times tonight. I was like, "Son of a bitch again, really?" <laughs> they are st- <laughs> just really embarrassing those two. I feel sorry. It's like our group remind you about how you didn't take out the trash last week. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. oh! But you want money for hot lunch this week, huh? Nah, but when I asked you to take out the trash, you couldn't remember to take out the trash, but you remember hot lunch. Oh, on man, I, I, re- I remember those days. Oh shit! Oh man! <laughs> shit, we talked about money. It's okay. I didn't. Now. I didn't need lunch money because all, all the lunch food is fake as hell. <laughs> My God! <laughs> it, hey, man. Hey. I, I gotta admit, I gotta admit, it is pretty fucking sad that I've heard about the Sasha Banks. Uh, and, 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 oh, and here's the thing, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If Julian, if Julian club. decides he wants to go and be like, "Fuck it, I'm done, I'm leaving," and then I leave with Julian, why is it all y'all gonna do is talk about Julian leaving? Like, like I'm just a fucking puppet, and I have no. We're doing pretty well, thank you. Um, I'm just a puppet, and I have no say so in my own life. They're basically slandering the shit out of Sasha Banks, like she is the she is like the ringleader, like the culprit, and like like Naomi just some stupid idiot who just Naomi. Yeah, Naomi just some stupid idiot who just walked out behind her. Like she's a grown woman too. Yeah, yeah, Sasha. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you get her, Sasha. Yeah, yeah, we out of here, Sasha. Yeah. No, no, Tell man, I went, man, I went. It was like, yeah, we out of here. We out of here. It's all your fault, Sasha. Everybody's on Sasha's head. Oh, but, you know, poor Naomi. Poor Naomi. Naomi made a decision, too. <laughs> she grown up, too. Come on, man. What's up, Facebook I, user? If I have she, to, might go back, she might go back to the, what, Miami Heat, wherever she was dancing for. I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, whatever. If she, I have to hear about this They thing, didn't have a care in the world oh, when they were at, dancing in a club and shit. Shoot. I mean, I'm just saying, man, like, Twitter Twitter is so fucking toxic, and it's the WWE Twitter that's the most toxic of all. Wait, wait, like, what, was Hook at that club? Was he at that club as well? Oh, Wow. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we all know what kind of club Hook goes to. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, we know what kind of club Hook goes to. Man, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it was just. I don't know, man. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it. Me too. It's almost as bad as, you know, that that girl's name who should never be mentioned on this show. You know who I'm talking about? The daughter of a the daughter of a four horseman. The daughter of a horseman. Essa Blue. It shuts your mouth, boy. That name is not to ever be mentioned on the show. Ever. Ever. That's almost like that one balding balding guy who talks like this, brother. You know, brother. Brother, brother, brother. That guy's name will never be mentioned on the show either. Uh, you know, hi. We don't talk about racism on the show. Okay. So, we had some exciting things. We had another countdown. which was The Miz. 
Cody Rhodes, who came out dressed as Homelander, trust me and believe, did with some Homelander tights tonight. Um, Cody's a heel. He always wears um, Homelander tights. Becky Lynch spoke about her loss and wants to become the number one contender. She's going to face Asuka tonight. The winner is the number one contender. If Becky Lynch beats Asuka, she gets added to their Hell in a Cell match and it makes it a triple threat. We all saw that coming. Um, but the one thing headline in my mind was Omos, the Nigerian giant. He's so big. He's just so big. Uh, Shane, he's so big. He's so big. I and sneaky. So big. Very sneaky. Massive. And, and apparently very sneaky. Yes. But Omos, the Nigerian giant who lost his so cage sneaky. match last week. He should become a ninja. He's oh, like he has like predator like powers. We can blend into the background. <laughs> hey, hey, he stood in a lot. He stood at ringside like he was like a doorman at a nightclub. Right. I'm just saying. You know? um, yeah, he was like a like a bouncer at a nightclub with his big old gold chain on because he's just so big. He's um, so big. So tonight, the Nigerian giant Omas um, came wow. out with MVP after There's Omas lost. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, he's so big. He's so big. Anyway, so Bobby Lashley, the Almighty, has issued Andrew a Franklin. Almighty special challenge tonight. Andrew Franklin. He issued a Almighty Almighty challenge. Hey, um, Frank. Basically, what happened was last week, last week's Raw, he beat the Nigerian giant Omos. So, in in doing so, he gets to face MVP. Now, the way it works is if MVP beats him. MVP gets to pick some shady ass stipulation for their championship match or for their match at Hell in a Cell. But no. if, but what happens if Bobby Lashley wins? What, what does he win? He's already got Omos in the cage. He's gonna have him another cage, but that is... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Julian. Go ahead. You know, I like Rollins, Julian, ladies and gentlemen. I do. You know, we're wrestling fans. I get it. I get in the ring and I go, hey man, let's have a match. And if you win, you get to pick the stipulations for the next match. What if you win? Oh shit, I ain't got that far yet. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what the fuck? That's like uh, saying, if I win, hey, man. it's just going to be a regular match. That's like saying, hey man, I'm going to go work 40 hours a week and then you're just going to have my paycheck. It's all good. Oh, really? <laughs> like, Thank what, you. What do I get out of it? What do I get out of it? Nothing. Not a cool pair of J's. Nothing. Not a freaking Speaking $50 dollars talk about not, not, like, uh, not, not like, hey, uh, oh, by the way, Omos isn't allowed at ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want Cedric Alexander instead. Y'all got to stay in the back. Um, oh, so if, not not an actual stipulation that matters? Is that what you're saying? Like, if, if I win, <laughs> it's going to be a four quarters Caribbean strap match. I'm sorry. Wow. Look at your Savio match. But too much sense. And it's like you don't have to telegraph everything in. You don't have to just (sighs) hey MVP, I want to match with you. Hey, I know we will follow you on social media. You do jujitsu, you just had knee surgery. Half the time you walk out here with a cane, but I want to match with you anyway. (laughs) Look, man. Look. I want to match. Hey, Freddie Blassie. I want <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Let's hear Bobby Enon. 
Tojo Yamamoto ass. Like really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Look, really? Man, this whole really? this this whole show really? actually centered around like just just random BS. It's just this whole show. And, 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 and it comes it it, it 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 has everything to do with what I put in the group chat. What what's the stakes of them beating Ezekiel? Oh my God! Let's not even talk about if that. Ezekiel, guy. If Ezekiel well, loses, what happens? Nothing. Do they get to hold him down and draw his blood and do a DNA test there on the spot? Like what? 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 What's that would be like back in ninety seven? But yeah, for them for ha ha! I beat you. Now you're Elias. Why? You have to grow your beard back out. Stipulation for that. Look, man. We 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 all know we all know that the WWE thinks that you're all stupid. Let's well, just yeah, call it what it is. Wrestling fans, you're all fucking stupid. Like, but it's, it's that's, what, that's like, what WWE wants you to believe. It's like out of the blue when you have a luchador when there's one luchador in the match. Conquistador? And you say if you lose, you gotta take your mask off. Oh shit, I wonder what's gonna happen. There it is. There it is. But if the other guy wins, mask, he what happens? He has another mask on underneath. Ah, he got me. There was literally <laughs> proof. Gotcha. There was literally proof tonight of WWE oh, man. that you're stupid. Because the Miz said, oh, Cody Rose left. He didn't left WWE. Like the hell? Huh. He got released by them. Once, once again, fans are stupid. That's what they want you to believe. The fans are stupid. We have stupid. no idea what's going on in professional wrestling. We're dumb. That's exactly to what them, they want you to believe, ladies and gentlemen. Because according to them, they're the only promotional wrestling organization that's out there. But you know what, though? You know what I blame? I blame the fact that they have three hours, and they say, okay, we have to fill these three hours with all kind of shit. And when they just start filling it with anything, they forget, like, I don't know, minor details that matter. Like, hey, don't get the house of your pants on. Oh, fuck, I forgot my pants. Don't get to put gas in the car. Oh, shit, I gotta go get gas. Oh, shit, gas is empty. (laughs) You've been there, done that. (laughs) Hey, we're having a hell of a cell match. Oh, fuck, where's the cage at? Forgot the cage. Oh, it's gonna be a regular cell cage. Okay, now that would be really stupid. That would be really (laughs) fucking stupid. And I can can honestly see them happen. I can see that happening. Like, that's how dumb they think we are. Like, oh, we're having a hell in a cell cage, a a hell in a cell match, but we have no cage. They'd be like, well, yeah. we, we, we got the guy who lowers the cage. Uh, and you know what they'll do? For the cage. We've got the rest they'll, of the street. They'll the hype cage. the match. They'll oh, hype the match cage? for like fucking all the way up until the minute the cage is supposed to come down. Hope oh, we forgot the cage, everybody. Sorry. Sorry. And then they're going to go into a 40 minute commercial break and then set up the cage ceiling. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> no, they, 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 they'd, have the, uh, they'd have the GM come out and go, um, I've decided this match is not going to be in a cage tonight. Like, well, Triple we cage? Because there's no cage above the, ma- above the ring. We're going to have a tag team match instead, player. <laughs> and then after that, I'm going to go one on one with the Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> you go one on one with the Undertaker. Teddy, stop it. I'm retired. Oh okay, okay, okay. Let's get so, serious. So, so, get serious. So, so, here we go. So, let's talk about the first match that we start off with. Oh, the first yeah. match is. Wait, wait, wait. How the show opened. Raw opened with Riddle. Riddle giving a promo saying, 
Randy Orton is having a hard time physically the past couple of years. So basically, you're saying Randy is fucking old. Um, he he's said, like, especially when, when with his back. Started, Randy couldn't barely walk. What the fuck are you talking about? He was walking it's basically, last week. It's That's basically the Undertaker. Is basically WWE's way of saying Randy's going to take some time off, but riddle about vengeance against Roman Reigns and the Usos, so he gets the lamest RK Bro chant going. Okay, show hold goes on, to break. Hold on, hold on. Piping, piping before before we go any further, did I hear Riddle correctly? Did Riddle say that when they first started do, started doing the RK Bro thing that Randy could barely walk? Yes. Okay, so he's saying. That he teamed up with a dude who could barely walk. <laughs> hey, you know, Vince put me with the guy who could barely walk, but ah, he got better. And now he can walk and now he's injured again. What? What out have I been telling these, you guys for out weeks? Of all these WWE 24 sevens we've seen, we ain't seen Randy walk with a fucking limp. Or, okay. or wait, wait, but I want you to listen to this. I want you guys to listen because I've been saying this and I've been preaching this and preaching this and preaching this for weeks. Riddle is a goddamn heel. You don't say. Riddle yeah. is turning on Randy, and I've been saying this. You guys are oh, no, Riddle's not a heel. Riddle is a freaking heel, man. Riddle came out here and he put he put himself over as being the guy who did all the work in the match because basically he was he carrying did. Randy because Randy has a bad back and Randy can barely walk. So Riddle, so that's telling me Riddle has been saying he's carrying the team. No, because now Riddle's gonna say, uh, you know, I give Randy some CBD. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, and it got him better, and now he can wrestle. And now they're gonna make Randy be an addict like Hawk and jumping off the Titan Tron. Oh God, rest in peace, Hawk. Don't 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 do that, please. Um, so the, we come back. We come back from break. We come back from a break, and we have a a sick. By the way, those are worth a trillion. Julian's alone. Yeah, exactly. It's not a trios match. It's a six-man tag team match. This we have the Usos, along with the newest member of the bloodline, Mr. C.O.N. Spiracy himself, Sami Zayn. The, f- the friend of the channel, Mr. Okay, Sammy so listen, Zane. ladies and gentlemen. Sami Zayn really isn't a member of the bloodline, but he's wearing a t-shirt. No, he and is. he teams with the bloodline down. tonight against Riddle, who's wearing a bunch of tape around his ribs. So obviously, they're going to go out to the tape. And, um... And Dawkins and um and um, um. <laughs> Julian, stop it. <laughs> it! Jesus Christ! It's it's funny. It, we we have had this conversation over, over and over, over again, over and over again. And it and it's not just WWE; it's AEW because it did on AEW too. <laughs> A motherfucker will come out. <laughs> taped up from his pelvis to his nipples. Like seriously. And be take, like, take. I'm ready to go. No, you're not. <laughs> you can barely I just hope they don't attack my ribs. <laughs> and then the commentators they're like, oh no. I hope he doesn't I hope they don't realize he has bad ribs. He's got a fucking cast around his waist. Of course they know. <sighs> so so you got the. That was Sammy profits. so ridiculously taped up. It's like he just like. Chee, chee, you got the street profits, uh, taking on Sami Zayn in the bloodline, and quite honestly, man, we went to another commercial break. <laughs> oh, you want to go to another commercial break? Well, we can do that right uh, now. We went to another commercial break. Uh, the Usos finally got the upper hand. 
um, they beat Riddle's ass. And then Riddle just snapped and went crazy, start RKOing people and just, you know, Dawkins and, and, and fucking um, Montez. <coughs> Montez. They just, they, it, it was it was a cluster of a six man, but the Usos were like, yo, bye. Oh, of course. And left Sammy. Sammy to take the pin. So that tells me two things. One, Sammy ain't in the goddamn bloodline. Oh, the he conspiracy is. Conspiracy continues. And two, they only put Sammy in that match because the Usos were taking the pinfall loss. But hey, exactly. here's my question, though. Here's my question. The Usos are now the unified world tag team champions. Yep. Raw and SmackDown. Yep. Roman Reigns is now the unified Raw and Universal champion. So he's like unified. Yep. He's the Universal world champion, basically, which makes no fucking sense because he's a Universal world champion. Um, I digress. So why wasn't Roman Reigns in the six man tag team match tonight? Because Fox didn't said... Riddle didn't Riddle nail him with a big knee to the face. Yeah. No, but yeah, why isn't Roman Reigns on Raw defending his championship against somebody? Because you know why? Because Fox won Roman and Roman. Well, why give the belt to fucking Roman then? Give it. But you know what? Yeah, because because now that the Usos are unified tag team champions, essentially you got to be working double duty. Yeah. Yes. Also, Roman is working a lighter schedule now. You got to defend your tag team belts on Raw and SmackDown. You got to be the ones. And also, it is. Technically, rumored that Roman Reigns has a lighter schedule now to not be working. Okay, on so all Roman WWE Reigns shows. So the rumor is, it's not so much a rumor because I think Sean Ross Sapp on Fightful. I, I'm, I think I'm not. Daddy Sean. This. Wow. Um. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is. It is four minutes until nine o'clock. Shane, calm down. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not confirming nor denying these rumors, but I will say right. that. Um. Roman signed a new contract, apparently. This is just what I've read. Roman signed a contract, but his contract says that he's not wrestling um, house shows. He's cutting back on the house shows. So this was a television taping. Why the hell weren't you at a TV taping, champ? Correct. Because he's Roman Reigns. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. like, like, Okay, so I part of me is okay with it. And part of me is not okay with it. The part of me that's okay with it goes back to the days when that guy who wore the yellow trunks with the red knee pads, his name should not be named on here. Brother. Um, brother. Um, before he was dropping in bombs everywhere. Um, he would he wouldn't be on Wrestling Challenge. He wouldn't be on Monday Night Raw. He would defend the championship on like Saturday night's main event or at a pay-per-view. But you would never see the champion. The championship was was um Elusive. He would do segments. Yeah, he would do segments. Lucifer, he wouldn't defend the title on set, you know. But here they announced tonight another fucking Saudi show. Yep. So Saudi Mania three or four, whatever it is this time. I think it's November. It's gonna be in November. Um but they also they also talked about Hell in a Cell, which yep. is two weeks away. Hell that Roman still has no challenger for the title, no match. Right. Hell in a Cell, literally, ladies and gentlemen, is next week. And there's yep. no world championship match. Nothing. Correct. So, after like, the, after we get the six-man tag team match, we get a promo segment in the ring with Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and AM and um, Edge doing their Judgment Day gimmick. Um, offering offering a opening 
it what made it so funny was they were like, we got a spot. Not any spot, not a dog name spot, but your spot. Spot, spot. Yeah, that was a forest more from the other day you were talking about. Um, <laughs> I'm going to offer you my spot. Not any spot, not a dog name spot, not spot, spots, but my spot. So Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and, uh, AJ, and um, versus AJ Styles and Liv Morgan, the, the club, the club. Um, in a mixed tag team match, which you don't see too much on Raw, unless it involves the 24 7 shenanigans, um, this match actually was pretty good. I saw a couple yeah. spots that I really did like. I mean, they they've been doing they've been doing these matches on the on the house show circuit, six man matches yeah. for so they've the been last, practicing like, this match a lot. So yeah, so yeah, it's been a pretty good match. Hey, look, I gotta say this, man. We all talk about Wish.com House of Black right here, but. <laughs> These guys aren't the wish.com house of black. I think they're the Amazon.com house of black because yeah. the promo segment was really good. You know, Edge Edge is Edge is turning up the, the heat as a heel. Yeah. The way he insults the crowd, I can't wait to come back to California um July 9th so I can do the same thing. I'm gonna make little kids cry. I'm gonna make parents cry. Are you going to tell the, the mother of the kid to make make her son watch and why she smiles? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Make him yes. watch and smile. The guy that I beat that up, I'm going to take him out, to, take him out right in front of the kid. I'm going to say, you open your eyes and watch me punch this kid in the face. And you mother of the child, make you him watch. You love it. That's right. Mother of the child, you hold his eyes open. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Edge, I, I, like, I like the spot where Edge put Rhea Ripley's leg back on the on the rope. Yes. And I also like the spot where where Liv went to do her finisher, the yeah. Olivian, the Olivian, and Edge grabbed Rhea Ripley so she couldn't take the bump. Nope. Yeah. That was that was classic. Um, but here's the thing that that stood out to me in this whole thing. Edge came out and said, "There, there's a he, there's there's one or two maybe three spots left in our group. And he mentioned guys like Tommaso Ciampa, which he called, which he said, Tommaso Ciampa. He didn't say Ciampa. He said Tommaso Ciampa, which made me happy. But then he said, Liv Morgan, Finn Balor, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, Corey Graves, and Corey Graves. But what popped me the most was that he said, Finn Balor. Yeah. And then, they progressed. They they beat the piss out of AJ, of AJ Styles tonight, and no Finn Balor. Correct. Hmm. So are they sowing the seeds? I mean, we've already seen a Bullet Club um, till you know. the soil, baby. Till that yeah, soil. Yeah, yeah. So was God. Now is it gonna be AJ Styles? Shoot, hey, hey, something's gotta happen, man. Something's gotta happen. Or reverse. Um, I really like the fact that AJ Styles picked up Liv Morgan and threw her threw her at Rhea Ripley for the yeah. Rana spot. That was really good. Um, but Rhea catching Liv Morgan in midair, dude. Yeah. And then you know caught her, and then Rhea, Rhea um, Liv Morgan went to do a roll up, and she stopped the roll up, put her yep. back up in the suplex, and then she then uh, Liv went over her. She turned around right back up into the suplex, dude. They're making they're making Rhea Ripley a monster. And yeah. it's cool that they're doing that, but they need About to put her time. on a run. Yeah, they need to put her on a run and let her destroy other people. Yep. So, um, let me go to another commercial. We'll go to another battle commercial. So, it's like how many commercials already? 
commercials did they have total? They had a lot. I counted 17 So when right. Judgment Day was in the ring, they had a long commercial. Yeah. yeah. It took them a while to get in there for them to get back to much to say. Um, There was a lot of stuff to unpack during this whole segment, like this whole thing. I mean, what's what not nice? Sorry, I'm reading the message that said that's not nice. Um, okay, um, anyway, so there are a lot of things to unpack in this segment. The one thing that really bothered me the most was that the fact that it did take so long. Like, you send us to all these commercial breaks. Yeah. And then you go and you put us, you, you put a, a promo segment together that lasts eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you put a match together that lasts five yeah. minutes. Yep. So that's 13 minutes of my life that I've wasted. On this whole segment, which made no sense, because did they progress anything for the pay per view? Or I'm sorry, the mm. premium live event? No, no, no. it didn't. Um, but let me go to something that really wasted my time. Jerry the King Lawler. Jesus H Christ. The King's Court. Okay, so look, we Dude, have people are booing the hell out of Jerry the King Lawler. We have oh Miz TV. We have some other crap that they have. We have VIP, the, the VIP Lounge. You know, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have the, you know, I mean, I don't know, but oh you God. bring Jerry Lawler out, yeah. Jerry Lawler gets in the ring, and then you bring Veer Mahan. So Veer Mahan's in the ring, and Veer, look, Veer should not talk. I mean, they I need, they're fine. They need Malcolm okay. Bivens for for Veer. Oh, and I'm gonna tell you why Veer shouldn't talk. Because he doesn't need to have an angry beard. In the ring, yeah, dude. I, I, you know how much I just detest Jerry Lawler. He used to be that guy you had to fight in order to be in a program. They had freaking Bret Hart kissing his feet. You, every, everybody had to fight. You would fight Jerry Lawler, and then you fought Kane. Mm-hmm. And it was, and it, and Jerry would always be the an announcer. And Jerry would somebody somebody would be a heel or whatever and be doing their thing in the ring, and then Jerry'd be like, "Hey, hey, you can't say that. Who do you think you are?" And I'd be like, "Oh, Jesus, here we here go." Here we go. <laughs> and then you have a program with Jerry, and it's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to see this." And this was before his like six or seven heart attacks, or whatever. Yeah. I, it, Jerry's not funny. Nobody cares. This is not Memphis. Why is he here? And like I said, people were booing the shit out of him. Yeah, people were booing the segment. Cracking jokes, you know. And the jokes were horrible. At least he was talking about puppies. He's no madcap. I'm going to give you that. He's no madcap. Oh, my God. He is not madcap. Madcap jokes are better than Jerry Lawler's. But, you know, he he has no puppies to yammer on about. Not that I'm going to do that anymore. But it's like, and he didn't get destroyed. So if he's not going to get destroyed, why is he in the ring? They botched so much in this in this promo. The first time he stopped, the, Veer stopped the mic at Jerry's hand. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Jerry was supposed to let go of the mic. I think Veer was just snatched it from him. <laughs> and Jerry just dropped the mic. Was like, okay, <laughs> right? And then he's like, okay, so my jokes, you know, my jokes are bad. My jokes are bad. Okay, so you know what? We know what Dominic Mysterio said about you. Like it's like you're in it's like you're in elementary school. Hey Shane, you know what Julian said about you? What did he say? He said you're wearing a blue shirt. Oh God, he hates blue shirt. Hey Julian, you know what Shane said? It doesn't work on Raw. Exactly. It was so. This this was so horrible. This was another ten minutes. 
10 minutes of my life I wasted watching this segment. And you know why we watch it? Because of you people. And then, wow, Shane's got hey, you know people. Hey, you know Brian Daniels used to say that you were just mediocre. And I heard him say. Yeah, I was not happy with that either. But I would give that segment a straight up F. I heard Dominic, Dominic and Ray. The <laughs> Dominic and Ray came down, and they they handled a little bit of business. But there was a point where Veer picked up picked up Ray and tossed him. Can we him move on ring. from this? How can you? I can bench press Ray into the ring. I'm just saying he he tried to throw Ray in the ring and missed the top rope, and then tried to shove him back in. Yes, I was like, like when you try to shove like. Like when you have folded clothes and you like try to shove in the drawer and the drawer closes mm-hmm. and you get stuck, so you just like shove it back in. Yep. That's what he tried to do. Yeah, it was it was bad. I was it like, was, dude, how can how can you bad. not bench press Ray Mysterio Jr. over the top rope? I thought they had contests like that, like every day, just just cause. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, Ray, he ain't no Kevin Nash, and there was no 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 movie <laughs> trailers. Lawn dart contest. Okay, hey, I got you, man. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, man. He just launched out of Ray Mysterio. Into so to, does Ray just go in the backstage and be like, hey, I bet you you can't bench press me. Want to make a bet? Want to make a bet? <laughs> I mean, he... and the okay. way he tried to put him back mm. in the ring was horrible. Yeah, it was. And Veer didn't want a bump. Like, he did not want a bump. Mm. I'm like, yeah. I waited, I waited 16, 17, 18. No. I waited almost three weeks yeah. for Veer to come. And he <laughs> came. He saw and he didn't do anything. Thank you for wasting my time, Vince. I mean, <laughs> he took a drop, he took a drop a couple drop kicks. He took a, a, a sick a half-ass 619. And just like oh did God. the big man like fall back, like, oh, I can't fall down. It was right. he's not a big man. He's not a big exactly. man. He's really not I'm, a big man. Look, I'm six foot. I'm 235 pounds. Veer is like 5'10", maybe 240 pounds. So he's about five pounds heavier than I am. I am not a big man. I'm not a little man, but I'm not a big man. So with that being said, if Rey Mysterio drop kicked me, I would, show, I would shrug it off. But we all know the whole gimmick. The big guy gets one Correct. bump, gets two bumps. But on the third one, he bumps real big for the small guy. Correct. You know. Wrestling tropes can't live with them, can't live without them. Um, but the best part about this whole thing was it was over, and I got to see yeah. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Alexa Bliss was backstage, and I was like, Isn't she cute? Holding the ugliest doll ever, yeah, <laughs> still she, holding that doll. And she says, and it, her, her, her segments are, are really good, like, I no, love really, they her are. segment because she she plays her part. She's done she what she's yes. doing. Yeah. She was like, I get to, uh, she goes, last time I was here, me and uh, Nikki ASH, we were friends. But yeah. you know, we broke up and uh, it happens. And now she's running around just like us. No, she goes, here I am. I'm happy to be back. I have my doll here and I'm happy. And then she's like, and Nikki ASH is running around just like a superhero. Well, who would have thought that I'd be saying something like that? But okay, you know. <laughs> I her, like this her sarcastic and funny her tone. Yeah, the way the way her voice is, it was so so cute. And then she was like, "Well, you know, I'm really sad yeah. about Sonya Deville. Yeah. You know, she yeah. got fired from her job, and then she lost to me in my comeback match, and oh, then she lost to me again. 
you know, yeah. I was expecting maybe Sonya Deville to come and attack her or something because they were leaning into that a lot. But then she's like, oh, I get to go face Nikki A.S.H. I'll see you later. And she just walks off. Bye. I was like, huh, okay. That was a, that was a good segment, but um, there was no payoff, really. Correct. But the match, the match was pretty good. Um, I didn't see too many botches, but I will tell you, the when she went to go shake Nikki's hand, and Nikki punched her, and she slapped the shit out of her. I was like, wow. Yep. That right there, I don't know if that was like a work spot, or if that was just like, hey, welcome back, but yeah. She slapped the shit out of Nikki. Also, she is currently undefeated. Now, now, Alexa Bliss is what, 3-0? 3-0. 3-0. Um, but they, they hyped up the fact that Alexa Bliss was, was was like a former tag team partner and former tag team champion with with uh they acknowledge that fact, but don't acknowledge the fact of anything freaking else. Well yeah, you know, that's how it is. So honestly, man, if I had to rate this match, um, you know, the goddess hit twisted bliss from the top rope. Which um, Duke why have Duke out there and she not even be a factor in the match? She did nothing. She did absolutely. Why have her there? Because except, she's... Getting mad, except getting mad at uh, at Nikki Ash for losing. I think that's the gimmick. Her I think that, her superhero that... gimmick is coming to a to an end. I hope I so, dude. When she attacked Molly Holly, I was like, "Oh God, please let them feud." That would have been so great, superhero versus supervillain. Let them the WrestleMania. Feud. That would have been, it. dude. That would have been that would have been great. And they just dropped the ball. Totally dropped the ball. They, they, they did nothing. With they it. had several stories at the Royal Rumble to do that, to do something. But yeah, it was just bad. Um, but yeah, so most notable moments about that is um, the match was pretty good. The one thing I didn't like, and I'm going to be, we talked about this earlier Corey Graves for burying Sasha and Naomi. Yep. Like, okay, Corey Graves is going to get heat on Twitter. And ladies and gentlemen, he already did from his wife. Oh no, he yeah, he got hit by a lot of people. But I'm gonna tell you, ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 she she defended him on Twitter. <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna say this. If Julian says something on this show, you can add him on Twitter. Because guess what? Those are Julian's comments and his alone. If I say something on this show, they're my comments and my alone. They do not reflect their advice.net or the Round Table Person podcast. They're all me. Same with Shane. Mm-hmm. But if I were in Shane's ear, yelling at him, say something derogatory about women, Correct. say something derogatory about this, you know, shit on somebody, do it, do it, do it. Don't get mad at Shane for doing his job. Right. Because Vince McMahon is sitting in his ear yelling, say this about Sasha, say this about Naomi, say this about Sasha, put the tag team title. I don't know if you heard um, in Corey Graves' voice, he was really sad that it sounded like he was very upset that. He had to say that over you know, and you know, over. He okay. He plays a very good asshole on TV. Yeah, but he's probably a really nice guy. I mean, he did chill on his wife, but he probably is a really nice guy. You know. So I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I don't like the fact, and a lot of people have quit jobs in WWE. Correct. Most notably, Renee Paquette. Yep. Already sore. Vince McMahon yelled at her. Over something because she she made a mistake on something. I think she was like, um, 
championship title instead of championship belt or championship oh, belt. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're stupid. You, you stupid idiot. And she was just like, wow, you ruined the whole goddamn segment. I'm like, wow. All she said was championship belt. Because that's what it is. It's a championship like, belt. Why would you, how did that ruin a whole segment? Like, you know, but when you got someone so irritable and agitated yelling in your ear, making you say things, like, don't, I would say this at work all the time too. Hey, man, I don't write the news. I just report it. Correct. Yeah. So, <clears throat> with that being said, we finally get, finally. Okay, so we finally get the Miz versus Cody Rose, but I gotta say this about the Miz. His promo on Cody was funny. He said, Look, we're not talking about me, we're talking about the next season of Miz and Mrs. that airs that's gonna debut next week on the USA Shit Network. Learned. Right? Putting over putting over his, his show, which is you know, me being a dancing with the stars and all this other stuff like that, putting over his show, right? But he goes, But Cody Rhodes is an egomaniac. I mean, the guy's got more pyro than the 4th of July. <laughs> I was like, yep, sure facts, he is. facts. Cody got more pyro than the 4th of July. Yep. You know, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. But um, <clears throat> next week, Cody faces Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. And we all know. <sighs> all time. That's where Cody, uh, that's where Seth Rollins destroys careers. I mean, he destroyed Sting. This is where Seth Rollins has to go over against Cody. I hope so. I mean, he's he destroyed Bray Wyatt. He destroyed Sting. He put <laughs> Becky on the shelf for nine months. I mean, he's a stiff worker. I mean, he's real stiff. He was but, real stiff with Becky. I, uh, I have a feeling that Cody's going to go over again because of the big amount of push he's getting right now. But why? Why? Why would you do that? Like, this is the moment you put Seth over. Cody's already up two zero. I chose Seth last time. I mean, it's like it's like it's like the Western Conference Finals right now. The Golden State Warriors are up three zero. Yep, dude, Dallas win a fucking game. <laughs> like, come Show on, win a fucking there. game, make it interesting. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. WWE is not like AEW where on any given night someone else can win. Facts, it's not like that. But Cody Rose controlled the first couple of minutes of this match, but you know, it's so predictable. Um, the A lister, you know, put put Cody in his place. The um, as a professional wrestler, I don't do this. But whenever I put someone in the figure four, I don't scream boo. I don't do any of that. Come on. Co- have you, Shane, you've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of my matches. Have you ever seen me go woo to put a figure no. four on? No. I don't scream like Sting when I do a, scorp- when I do a scorpion death lock. Ow! I don't do none of that shit. I don't pound my chest when I'm doing the warrior. Yeah, I've the seen line. a lot of Babla matches where he has not went. I don't do the can't, you can't see me. You know, the five knuckle shuffle. You want to know how it. many freaking times I've seen the freaking drive by in the RKO? So many times. Mm-hmm. Down by the son of a plumber. <laughs> I mean, you know, son of a corner, probably, but um so Dusty Rhodes was mentioned, was referenced in this. And what people don't realize is that Dusty Rhodes had such a huge influence on FCW, which later became NXT. Yep. Huge influence yes. on Seth Rollins. As a matter of fact, he presented Seth Rollins the very first NXT championship belt. Man, I wish it would put FCW on the freaking peacock. Shoot. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes has built a legacy in professional wrestling. Not only as a yep. former NWA, I mean, I'm a Dusty Rhodes product. I grew up watching Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, Magnum TA, the Road Warriors, the Four Horsemen, the real Four Horsemen, not those 
Paul Roma and fucking all that other bullshit. Steve Mongo, McMichael, no, the real horsemen. A lot of my family members <laughs> said uh, when they were watching wrestling as a kid, their favorites were Dusty Rhodes and everything just because he was just that damn good. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you know, and Dusty, ladies and gentlemen, the wrestlers these days are pretty boys. They're all big and buff and chiseled. And, you know, we had Lex Luger back then. Dusty was an overweight guy. Who was just every the everyday average fucking Joe? Yep, and he was one of the baddest dudes in professional wrestling. Shout out to Dusty Rhodes, Americana, the American Dream, if you will. The American Dream, daddy. Dusty Rhodes has some of the best promos. I mean, the man was. Whew. Dusty Rhodes can tell a story, and that's where Cody gets it from. Cody oh, is damn. a great storyteller. He's a great storyteller. Just he like really he is. He tells a story that makes you remember why you're watching this match in the first place. Yep. Why you want to buy a ticket to come and watch it, and why you want to see either um, the American Dream beat somebody's ass or get revenge for getting his ass beat. That's right. Now, two things about this match. One was the figure four leg lock. I hate that. The second was the disqualification with. Um, with Seth. Uh, Seth coming out, we all knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so why are they all? <laughs> he, <laughs> he, his, his drip wasn't <laughs> too drippy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, thank god he wasn't wearing Becky's leftover shirt, yeah, exactly. But Pirate as Becky. a heel, the heel in me enjoyed this match. The reason why I enjoyed this match so much, and I'm going to get a little heat for this in the chat. Seth Rollins walked over and snatched the belt that Cody gave that little boy from, from the kid Man. and whooped Cody's ass with the weight belt. Yep. And Cody being the white. What, what happened to uh, don't be a bully and be a star? Be a star. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> nah, um, that's a Yeah, but he, he walked up to that kid and he goes, give me the belt, kid. And he snatches it from this the kid. This is twice and not even less than a wing. They make kids cry. <laughs> right. And then he whoops Cody with the belt in front of the kid, which makes it was, was even funnier to me. Whoops his ass in front of the kid with the belt, right? Threw the belt on the ground and walked away. Cody was telling the referee, back up, get away, get away. I got to get up on my own. Cody gets up, rolls out of the ring, limping, grabs the belt. And people didn't, I don't know if people realize it or not, but as he was limping and he holding on to the barricade, he slid the belt back to the kid like, Yo, here you go, kid. And then he told him, "Help me, please." <laughs> no, I honestly forgot that he was that he forgot that he handed the belt to the kid. He legitimately handed the belt to the little boy. I was so like, Cody, "Wow, Cody is the supreme white meat baby face," which is why he is a he, heel. He's a he's a face. He is a heel. <laughs> Cody is a Cody's a heel. No, he's not. That's an AEW. Not you. Watch. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why Cody's a heel. Cody is building these people up. Cody is building these people up. He's like, Shane, you are a great predictions champion. Julian, your predictions are over. They're fucking amazing. Oh, thank you. You guys are like the top of the top. You guys are so great. You guys are so great. Oh, I already knew jealous that. of yourself. I already knew I that. I didn't see it my way. But yeah. you know what? Let me tell you something. You guys are great. Yeah. But I'm better than you, and you know it. Like, that's the shit Cody is doing right now. People don't see it. I, as a heel, I see the bill. Hey, you know what? Cody's going to be like, you will you know people. Cody's a heel when his wife comes out and starts setting shit on fire. Yeah. 
Yeah, when, when she's going to do set the cage on fire with a whole bunch of lighter so, fluid, the cell, hell in the cell is on fire. Cody's going to come. When Cody loses his first match, you're going to see the heel. Here come Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> hey, Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Oh, my God. Brandy comes from out the ring. All hell going to break loose. It's going to be a severe you people. And it's gonna be some racial, just derogatory shit spit out of her mouth. But um, when, when someone cuts the promo, she's gonna, go, her, she's she's gonna walk up to Nick Khan and go, "You bitch!" <laughs> and it's gonna be a war. <laughs> he said, "You people, <laughs> you people." <laughs> but <laughs> hey, and then someone's gonna cut a promo on Brandy, and then Brandy's gonna be like, "You know, Cody, I think we should go back to AEW." What do you say? <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be riddle. He's gonna be like, "Hey, Brandy." Hey Brandy, you want a shot of brandy? <laughs> He's gonna be like, she's gonna be like, you people. <laughs> what about you people? <laughs> what about it? Um, I give the whole match a C plus. The match was That's... good. The shenanigans were okay, but it was too predictable. Yeah. Yeah. We go backstage. We go backstage. Rollins is giving an interview. Pretty angry. He's like the WWE gave. He's like, I can't believe the WWE gave Cody a goddamn countdown clock. I will say this: the last couple weeks, whenever Cody is out to the ring, Cody is the biggest draw in the WWE right now, other than Roman Reigns. Yeah, because the the Nielsen ratings or whatever you want to call them, the fast, fast, whatever they call them. Those ratings, they they the jump. Ratings, yeah, they jump when Cody's out there. That's why it's smart. Remember WCW students at the top of the hour, we'll have Ric Flair versus Sting, you know, or at the top of the hour, we'll have Lex Luger versus Arn Anderson. Or On Kevin our top Sullivan. of the hour, we feed the ducks, but they have Cody Rhodes <laughs> coming your yo, way. Yo, we do feed the ducks at the end of the show. <laughs> but you know what? They can. They can put Cody out there all they want, but they ain't got no sexy voice talking about feeding ducks. Now, do they? Especially where someone compliments you oh, on your yeah. sexy ass voice. Hey, you know, I love when women say I have a sexy voice because I, it's whatever. Not only the women, but, but the men. But when a dude says, damn, bro, you got a sexy voice, I'm like, uh, what? What? Yeah, man. What's, what's, your, what's your Facebook? What's your, what's your Snapchat? Uh, stop. Security <laughs> <number>. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> anyway, um, Cody puts the bow and arrow, man, which is a very underrated submission hole. Yeah, very underrated. Cody wrestled, his, you know, his his springboard cutter is pretty decent. I, 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 I like when he does it. Um, but the bow and arrow was crazy. Yeah. I mean, wow. Doesn't get used a That's lot. Yeah, it doesn't get used a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's um, one of the most so then we go from, out there. We go from a great match to a not so great match. And I'm going to say this for the very first time on the show. <laughs> for the, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, at, you can at me on Twitter if you want. At, at me at Bad Blood Brand. At me on Twitter if you want. I don't give a shit. At me on Twitter. Um, but this right here made me sad. Made me like sad. I cried too. a little bit because this is the first match I've ever seen Chad Gable have 
that he couldn't make his opponent look good. There was absolutely nothing here. So, watching this match is what made me ask the question: What, what are the stakes? I mean, why is this happening? Like, literally, why is Chad Gable wrestling Ezekiel? Like this match, Chad Gable wins. Okay, now what? This match does nothing for Chad Gable. I get this is a match. I mean, this is an issue between Ezekiel and Kevin Owens. Which this match kind of further furthers the storyline by him challenging him to a match next week. No, in the hell in the cell thing said. Yeah. No, it didn't. That's next week. That's next. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it didn't. But you know, Chad Gable and Otis are his la- are, are are lackeys of Ezekiel or, or of Kevin um, Kevin Owens. Okay, which is you right in my mind. Stupid Owens, too. You could have had Kevin Owens walk up to Ezekiel and be like, "Hey, I'm tired of this crap. Me and you, Hell in a Cell. We're going to sell this once and for all." Okay, see you at Hell in a Cell. American Alpha jumps him in the back. I mean, the whole the whole reason why you have your lackeys wrestle your opponent is so you can weaken them for your match. A week out. I mean, I mean, you're giving him like six. Or they uh, attack Ezekiel backstage, and then he that's can't come out. That's what I'm saying. How show show Ezekiel getting attacked backstage? Maybe on SmackDown. Okay, so there are two reasons why that didn't happen. One, because the WWE doesn't think that far in advance, and two, because that would make sense. <laughs> what? Remember, make sense, please. This company is in the this company. This company is in the business of not making sense. What do we what do we say this company is, Julian? What, what is this, this company? But, but I mean this this falls in line with Jericho Appreciation Society challenging um Blackpool Combat Club um two weeks ahead of double or nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all can save this for next week. I mean, really. Julian, what is this show? It's a show about wrestling that happens to involve these guys who happen to be wrestlers. So it's a show about a show about wrestling. It, yes. Yeah. So you're saying that these guys are just actors in this weak ass telenovela about wrestling. Yep. Because it is, it is it's a wink. You know what it is? winking or not it's it's well it's a it's a wink and nod version of um of uh uh lucha underground or lucha okay. um, <sighs> lucha underground so lucha underground was like hey guys this is a this is a tv show it's a, it's a telenovela it's a wrestling telenovela and the mm-hmm. backstage segments really push forward what happens in the ring. Mm-hmm. But WWE goes, eh, we're like that. But man, gifts really of the gods. Man, we got stuff that happens in the ring too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's it's not. I mean, wrestling has always been. Lucha Underground did that freaking fantastically when it's just a TV show about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so w- when wrestling didn't have TV audiences, you had to have in-ring segments to push storylines, but you could kind of do the same thing over and over and polish it because you were in different towns every night. 
then when you start, then when you got to TV, you could do the same thing over and over, untelevised in different towns, until you got it shined up and done correctly, and then you put it on TV. Now they just keep putting it on TV, no matter how it looks. And with three hours, it's like, oh fuck, we got three hours of airtime to fill. Just go do something. Well, then go hire some more people so you can do some more different shit. But here's the thing. It's like, okay, okay, so there's a wrestling company here in Portland, Oregon. I'm not gonna say the name because I don't really need to say the name. But they have a guy who lived I, I saw a flyer for a set company. And this flyer had the same guy in three different outfits on the flyer. <laughs> and two this guy wore wore two different masks and then asked himself on the flyer. So there's seven people on the flyer. And of the seven people, he's three. Was he supposed to be three different people? Yes, three different people. It's the okay. same person. Right? I was wondering about that flyer. It's like Ezekiel and Elias. Do you know do you know what I'm talking about then, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but these three people have are a wrestle in three like like three matches back to back, and they do the same spots, they wear the same gimmick, they just change the mask. So what you're saying is out of a card that has seven matches, they're in three matches. Jack, McFoley. <laughs> do love and mankind. Do love and mankind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the WWE is doing the same thing. They're like, hey, we're gonna have a women's tag team title tournament with seven women. They're just gonna interchange each other. Like they're gonna wrestle, wrestle a match. The match is gonna be over. Then another girl's gonna come out, and that girl that just lost the match is gonna team with the new girl that just came out, and the girl and just gonna have another match again. And then they're gonna swap partners again and have the same match again. That's the shit that I'm talking about. Now hold on. Now this is why this, this is why this TV honestly, show sucks. Quite honestly, that could work. If you had somebody who wanted to enter the tournament, but nobody would team with her, but then someone who lost was like, man, tell you what, forget it, I'll be your partner. And then those would be the two who like end up going through the brackets. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that might be too much. That you just thought way you thought way too much about a storyline. The WWE has writers, 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 celebrity writers. People, <laughs> people who, who make a living writing stories. Just so an old man can be like, nah, pal, we're not having that shit. Rip Two minutes before the show goes on. Let's bury our talent. Let's just fucking Good, so I had the run roughshod over here with our 17 people on our roster. Yeah. Okay, so as, as ridiculous, you know what? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to fuck up TV right now. Uh-oh. All right, here we go. Oh, Let's go. So during the women's tag team tournament, we're going to have <laughs> we're going to have like Let's say Alexa Bliss is going to be part of a tag team. And then there's going to be another tag team who's going to be, I don't know, let's, let's say Liv Morgan. And then Liv Morgan is suddenly going to have this tag team partner who's a female luchador who <laughs> clearly looks like Alexa Bliss in a mask. <laughs> and so they're going through the brackets, going through the brackets. Guess who ends up in the finals? Alexa Bliss in a luchador. A, a, a Liv Morgan and her <laughs> masked partner Versus Alexa Bliss and the person. <laughs> also, what do you do? And so you have Alexa Bliss keep on going under the ring and like the other partner coming out. Yeah. And, and it is hilarity. Oh, so you can have like. You mean a, like a, uh, the Killer Bees? Be like Twin Bees Magic, but there's only one of them. Yeah, Twin oh, yeah. Magic, yeah. Like, like the Killer Bees used to do back in the day. 
uh, B. Brian Blair would get bumped well, up to the floor. Jim Brunzo would put a mask on. He'd get in the ring, and the referee would be like, oh, okay, let him go. And then Jim Brunzo would get bumped, and B. Brian Blair would put a mask on. Yeah. Or better yet, if you had a female wrestler who, if you could keep a lid on it that she had a twin sister, and everyone's like, clearly that's so-and-so in a mask. And then, like, you know, during the match, she's going under the ring and coming out and coming back. And everyone's like, ah, come on, this is stupid. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're both out of the ring at the same time. And people be like, what? The Renegade sisters in AEW, they can do that with them. Yeah, exactly. they can really do that. Yeah. But you got to have they someone. They tried that like, AEW, too. But you got to have well. someone who, like, you got to keep a lid on it. Like, the Bella Twins know. used to do that until somebody got a job. I hate the Bella Twins. <laughs> yeah, well. You can look, but you can't touch. Like can't literally, when when um when the one of the Bell Twins came back after the plastic surgery, they did, we literally knew who it was when they came yeah. back out of the ring. Like, come on now, it doesn't fool us anymore. <laughs> but the best parts of this whole thing was Owen, uh, Kevin Owens screaming at Byron Saxon <laughs> during commentary. <laughs> I'm not doing commentary. You're a liar. You, you believe this liar? You know, it'd be funny though. And 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 if they were smart. They would find someone who looks like Elias. <gasps> yes. Dude, I have him come back as Elias at ringside for Ezekiel at ringside with Elias, bro. That would be The so thing is, funny. because Elias had that big ass beard, you can put any random dude that, that big. You know what? If Veer wasn't tattooed the way he is, <laughs> put him in a you jacket. Probably, you, with enough tweaking, you probably could have gotten Veer to look a little bit like Elias. <laughs> Veer, Veer, Veer finally came, now, and he's Elias' got, twin brother. It would have got real racist on Twitter, it but, I mean, you <laughs> but you, you could have done something there. <coughs> it it would have got real got, racist. Like, really not funny, but I mean, yeah, you could have done something there. Well, then, we have, then we have a match that um, I really wasn't too excited about. MVP versus Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby, if you freak me nasty. Bob, oh, wow, wow. Hey, hey, I got, I got, I got a little, little uh, tidbit for you. Remember Bobby Lashley and his sisters? Yep. Yeah, wasn't one of them Max Caster? One of them was Max Caster. Yeah, but the other one. Hey, yo. The other one listen. was the guy. Was the guy that we did an interview with the other day, Victor Andrews. Oh. Barbecue joint. Barbecue joint. The man that didn't have a barbecue joint, but yeah. said he had a barbecue joint. <laughs> Julian yeah. was so mad when I told him, he's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> Julian was like, man, I was trying to go get that barbecue. They kayfabe and everything. What the fuck? Right? Straight up. Straight up. Hiding all facts. Damn. Of course they will lie about it. They lie about everything. Shit. <laughs> Welcome to the WWE, man. Just welcome. Look, so the match was the match was, eh, it was meh. Give it a C. Um, I just feel bad for Chad Gable because Chad Gable can carry. You, you gave it a C. You I gave mean, that match a C. I mean, it was you know, I mean, MVP looked good for someone that you know he looked good for somebody that was hurt. And, Andrew Franklin, and shen- you gave him a C. And the shenanigans made it all worthwhile. Because we all knew how this match was going to end. We knew it. We knew. You knew this. Look, look. That count out was so fucking quick. 
that that is the first time a ref has ever counted to ten, in 10 by the book. Yes, yes, yeah. Because because the ref wasn't like one. The ref was like, was like one, one, two, two three, three, four, <laughs> five, six. Seven, was that an eight, actual five, ref that they hired? You know what it was. They realized Omos was at ringside, and they were like, "We gotta get shit. this shit done. This is about to be a cluster. <laughs> this is gonna be a oh, cluster. Way, get it done." Omos is very sneaky. If you guys didn't know, hey, for someone so big, oh, he's so big. He's Man, so big. Bobby was outside the ring, and Omos snuck around the corner and clotheslined him. I was like, "Bobby, Bobby, Bobby." Did not see that big ass mountain coming at you? You know what? That explains it. He could have been the ninja from a character that was Glenn. I remember like saying. He just like he just like phased out of the background and clotheslined him. He moved like a cat. <laughs> My boy moved like a cat. Um, yeah. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 I could not. Uh, that, that fucking tin After watching the tin counts of Sami Zayn begin. Yes. And yes. this ref was like, Psh, two, four, six, eight, ten. Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> The ref knew, like, oh, man, it's Omos. I got to uh, do this shit. This was Very hilarious. This, this whole it's show good. was hilarious. The referee was ejecting people from the ring earlier in the night. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're out of here. You, you, oh, you're out of here. Did you see that ref slide? The Corey Graves says, well, but the ref didn't see Omos attacking Bobby. How the fuck you not see Omos? How you not see Omos sweating? How you not see Omos walking? How you how you just not see Omos? Uh, how you not see a seven foot a seven foot three ass giant? <laughs> He's a Nigerian giant, but you don't see him attack somebody uh, at ringside. Come on, come on, ref. But you could count by twos though. Two, four, six, eight. Two, four, oh, six, eight. Bring the bell. Ding. Man, if you want to count it by fives, it was, it was done. It was done. Done. You can even count it by five. Like, hey, now count by twos. We need to go to the next segment. Yeah, it was. Um, it was rather. <laughs> wait, was rather wait. Did we get the stipulation? No, no, yeah. we still didn't get a stipulation. I forgot. I forgot already. We got no stipulation for the match, man. Nothing. This was a waste of time. Bobby look. out here all happy, high fiving fans. Bobby, look, hey man, what I do like tonight. about his theme song, he got the motion of it of his theme song down with the fam. The only thing about tonight's show that made any fucking sense was the fact that Asuka, the number one contender, if she lost to Becky Lynch, Becky will be added into the match Uh, to make it a triple threat. That was the only that was the only thing on this whole show that was any relevance of a match with stipulations. Hey, wrestling fans, any, any of you guys out there who are maybe, maybe you're a wrestler watching the show, maybe you have aspirations to be a professional wrestler. Don't. I have a career saving tip for you. Yeah. If there's a contenders match for the belt that you're holding, stay in the back. Don't go sit at ringside. Don't be a commentator. Don't just be sitting there <laughs> yucking it up. Don't, and don't be sitting there in a chair that's like clearly exposed, like you're not even behind the table, just sitting there, just <laughs> laughing. Because you're the EST. 
If you're the EST. Toughest. How many times Second. has this happened to her? Toughest, oh, fastest. She gets the slappest. Uh, <laughs> as soon as she came out dancing, I was like, oh, she going to go sit at ringside? Well, fuck, here we go. Here we go. They don't need commentary. They don't need having the people to say that commentary for every match. I'm noticing that as well. Like, if you're going to be a commentary, get behind the desk. Except for Kevin Owens, because he's great. Yeah, that makes sense. But here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. You knew, I knew what was going to happen before this match even started. I was like, okay, Becky's going to win because, you know, 50 50 booking. Yep. And, what, and I mean that, what we mean by 50 50 booking, ladies and gentlemen, is it's basically this me and Julian are in a series of matches. Julian pins me. The next match we have, I pin Julian. That's 50 50. He gets one pin, I get one pin. Third match, rock, paper, scissor. Yep. You know, I'm just saying that's the way the WWE is ran right now. Rock, paper, scissor. Someone's like, yo, pick a number. <laughs> okay, so so let's talk about inconsistency here. The whole show? The Kevin Owens match. All right. Kevin Owens on commentary. He decides to sneak in the ring and get his licks in on Ezekiel. Referee turns in, turns around. What the fuck are you doing? Kevin Owens like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. ref is like, you're out of here. That totally made sense. Well, yeah. Otis gets caught cheating. You're out of here. That <laughs> totally makes sense. What did it make sense to you? Asuka goes ahead and kicks Bianca Belair in the side of her head. And then there's shenanigans going on at ringside, and Becky, I mean, come on. The whole match was was crazy. Shenanigans. Um, the missing the, the missing last week was great. That was, that, that was great Muda shit to me. That was great to see. Like, I haven't seen that some great Muda, and I was excited. And when Becky said I couldn't see for three days. So. And then she was like, I washed my hair ten times, and I still got a little tinge in it. She had a little green, a little green in it. Yeah. Which yeah, was just funny. Little tinge in there, right? Wink. Wink from the mist. Um, but yeah, Becky came to me and looking like a lost. I would girl. like to say something about this. I was so looking forward to title match without Becky. Boy, was that wrong? Well, yeah, of course you were wrong, dude. Uh, Becky, Becky so is the refreshing. Becky's the female Seth Rollins. Always finds a way to creep her way into the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <sighs> She's no, it would have been fine with just Oscar versus Bianca. Just yeah. Anyway, um, so long story short, ladies and gentlemen, this was actually a pretty decent um segment. I guess you get knew it was gonna you knew what was gonna happen in here. Yeah. They made it obvious what was going to happen in the end, but then when it happened, you're like, "Oh shit, that really happened," you know. Which is, I give it an F double minus. Wow, wow, yeah, damn, double minus. That makes yeah. it plus. Wow, that's like a F U. Yeah. Wow, Shane. Yes. What did they do to make you so mad? They added Becky into the match. There was no need for her to be in that match. Wow. Uh, it was just so refreshing. Like, come on now. Shane was like, WWE, you can go fuck yourself. Damn, Shane. Shane didn't want to see a babyface versus babyface match. Although, I mean, would you call Asuka babyface? 
She's I mean, she winner. missed a miss yeah. in someone's face last week. So, no. She did cheat to win. Hey, it's not cheating to win. It's taking an advantage of a situation. It's not cheating to win. It's just winning. It's called winning. It's, it's, hey. just, it's just winning. <laughs> it's not cheating if you get caught. Hey, it's just winning. It's just yeah. winning. Yeah. <clears throat> winning any chance. Winning any 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 cost. Any well, cost. So the show, if I had to give it a letter grade, C minus. I'd I mean, agree. I mean, they talked about a few matches on, on the card for the pay-per-view, but we still have no World Tag Team title match. We have no World Championship match. Hell, we don't even have a women's tag team match. They said in the near future, they need to say right this let's way. Look, let's look at AEW's show for this weekend. Jesus Christ. Versus who? I mean, versus the world. I mean... Stacked. The show is stacked. I can't wait for when Wednesday is to come. it? I can't wait for Wednesday to come, ladies and gentlemen, so we can watch this show. We can talk and about and double or nothing predictions coming yeah. soon. Oh, hey, yeah, double or nothing. You know what? We should do double or nothing predictions tonight. Can we do that when I get back? Sure. Okay. Hmm. Sure. Anything for you, Wicked Crazy Pinfall right. Podcast Champion? Yeah. Catch screwed. Oh, what? 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 Uh, what? Boston screw job. What? What? Don't want nothing. Screw job. What? Vince. What? What? Oh my God, Vince. I mean, um, throw it out. <coughs> All right. Anyway, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna end this show on a good note. Julian. Julian, it's your job. You know, it's time for cats. the main event. Tell <coughs> these, these crazy cats and cool kittens where they can watch us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the Portland, Oregon area, you do not want to watch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever else you might find this show. <laughs> if you don't know how to work the internet like my dad, this is where you can watch us. Yeah, you, you've got three chances a week to catch us. And when I say three chances a week, I don't mean like a triple threat match where like, you know, one of us might spray, spray mist in your eyes. I mean like three independent chances to watch this show. But only for the Portland, Oregon area. Not so, Florida? Check us out. Not Florida, Shane. I'm sorry. Oh. Not Florida, man. Uh, catch us on Mondays at 10 p.m. Channel 22 Xfinity TV and Channel 8002 CenturyLink TV. Catch us on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Channel 23 Xfinity TV and Channel 8003 CenturyLink TV. Or finally, if you don't want to watch us on Monday, you can watch, watch us on Tuesday. Maybe you want to watch us all three days. You can also catch us on Wednesday. At 9.30 p.m., Channel 11, Xfinity TV, and CenturyLink TV. I'm so jelly right now. Everyone I know is in Vegas now because of Double or Nothing this weekend. And I'm not. I'm not. And we also forgot to say happy birthday, Bray Wyatt. <sighs> cool. You know what? I'm here. <laughs> happy birthday, Bray Wyatt. Please come back to wrestling, please. Um, So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for us to do what everyone comes to the show to watch us do feeding the ducks. Feed them ducks. If you're eating corn the long way, you know what to do. Oh, no. (laughs) If you're eating corn the wrong way, you got problems. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can donate to buyasim.net to help keep this website going. 
So guys like Shane can pop his blue chew 24 hours a day, seven I days. I can finally take my blue chew again. Finally. And you can continue by watching this. We can bring you an entertaining variety of professional wrestling and MMA related content. That's rock hard. Absolutely. Pulsating. Throbbing. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night here live on the Roundtable Horizon Podcast. You can go ahead and go to www.slamchats.com. That is www.slamchats.com. Say it one more time. www.slamchats. Truly, now it's your turn. Venmo, email, cash money, only Narrow, ducats, going where? Slam All that cheese. So, for the mixologist, seven chemical Julian, for Shane Husky, you boy the franchise, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on Wednesday. We talk about a e. Fight the book.